0: Hi, I'm Aaron Marcus, former corporate executive turned entrepreneur and founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business. Welcome to the Ready Yet podcast. We're excited to bring you more than 100 episodes of interviews and insights designed to help entrepreneurs get the financial and emotional freedom they need in order to build a business and a life they're proud of. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I'm here and excited for today's guest, Mel McSherry, with B2B, Better Than Before. Kind of not uncommon with me and some of the people I connect with, but particular with Mel. Yes, we finally had to hit the record button and do this instead of just having (laughs) our amazing conversation all to ourselves. So I'm very excited to share what we were talking about so that people can apply it to what they're doing. Um, But before we get into all that, why don't you tell everyone a little bit more officially who you are and what you
1: do? Sure. So my pronouns are she, they, and I am an international business and life guide, speaker, author, and podcast host. And my passion is to help inspired humans, predominantly entrepreneurs, honor their lives and engineer their success through utilizing spiritual tools um, like human design, as well as traditional business development frameworks. So they can truly be who they want to be, design how they want to design it, and be profitable mentally, emotionally, and financially every day throughout that journey. Awesome. Love it. And kind of a holdover from a conversation I
0: had, an event I had yesterday. People don't realize they're allowed to do that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's been so it's, I, I talk a lot about this of how so I've been an entrepreneur since 2010. So I've, I've been in and through all of the phases. I've drank the Kool-Aid uh, several times. <laughs> like, um, as and, I put
0: it, you are now completely unemployable. As right,
1: honest. exactly. 100%. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those things, right? But one of the things that I have noticed what we have done to entrepreneurship is we've tried to systemize it, right? We've tried to make it into these cookie cutter processes that one size fits all kind of deal. And we, it's easy for us. And I'm speaking from a personal experience to kind of bit by bit, lose ourselves in that because we just want to be successful, quote unquote, like we just want to create what we want to create, right? So just tell me what's the best way to do that. And then we eat it, we digest it, we spit it back out and ta-da. And it's so I think, especially since COVID, so many of us have sat with ourselves, we whatever, not- <laughs> exactly. Whether that was a beautiful experience or a not so much, right. But it really gave us time to evaluate mm-hmm. the decisions that we're making, the spaces that we're in and just say, okay, is this really worth it? Because now my time is really valuable because I don't know when I'm going to see people or I can only see certain amounts of people, you know, certain amounts of times, So I think that really has helped us shift back into this individual collective side that I think was the original idea around being an entrepreneur.
0: So there's kind of like two parts to what you just said that really stick out for me. The first one, let's go back to where you started, where we created these cookie cutter situations. Mm -hmm. And this is, by the way, you just kind of just triggered one of my soapbox issues with the coaching and consulting world. So yay you. Um, that there's all these people out there telling you what to do. Yeah. But they don't actually know how to do it. Mm. They can tell you what to do but they can't break it down. And here's the thing. I don't think that happened because anyone was bad or wrong. I think that happened because people marketed their program, their offer, their process and they mm-hmm. marketed it well on mm-hmm. one side. And on the other side, unfortunately, people wanted to press an easy button
1: Mm -hmm.
0: instead of putting in the work. Mm -hmm. We all know it's work. We were just sharing Mm -hmm. shared friend and all the work that they've done to get to where they are. They were looking for an easy button or Mm -hmm. a path. Mm -hmm. And so they bought the tactic that was marketed well, Mm -hmm. and then it didn't work for them. Mm -hmm. And the downside that I'll add to your down, you know, your downside perception. And I totally agree was that we were creating cookie cutters where cookie cutters weren't needed. But the other Mm -hmm. downside of that is you're a cookie cutter that feels like a failure because somebody else's process didn't work for you. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes.
0: (laughs) So I know that, and and this is, you know, we have 800 reasons why we connect so well, but I think this is where Mm -hmm. we both really connect is my approach is what's the, your unique goal, your unique strengths, your unique Mm -hmm. person. Okay. Mm -hmm. And let's find the path that works for you.
1: Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. And how I utilize that exact same uh, intention framework, whatever you want to call it is I start with a tool, as I mentioned in my intro of human design, which is basically your energetic blueprint. So it shows you how you're designed to um, be your purpose which helps you create your boundaries your office hours your offers like it starts from you first and I think that's where again also you know to to uh pivot or to caveat off of that personal development has become this very systematic cookie cutter like I find it's either read my inspirational story and then you're like I'm inspired but now what but the I fuck? don't know what to do with all this. Exactly. And what as
0: this? As as I, and as soon as I go back to having to walk the dog, the excitement's over because now I'm yeah.
1: in my busy world. Yep. Or it's do these five things and you will be happy. And it's like, but what where's that combination? It's shortcuts. It's all these shortcuts. Yes. And mm-hmm. and here's the thing
0: none of what they're offering is actually incorrect. True. It's not actually incorrect. It's just not the full story. And what I love about what you're saying, and and I guess the point I would love to pull out of this and drive home for people is you and I agree on this concept Mm -hmm. that in order for something to work, Mm -hmm. it has to be unique to you, unique to your Mm -hmm. goal, unique to your Mm -hmm. strengths, unique to you, unique to you. However, we come from two such different Places with that, where you're talking human design and energy. And I'm just truthfully more tactical with that Mm -hmm. because for my clients, if we create this amazing plan, Mm -hmm. but they can't do the plan because it scares them too much, then the plan's useless. Mm -hmm. So it can be energetic and this beautiful light feeling, and it can also be brass tacks tactical mm-hmm. but it's the same but you have to have the same concept
1: exactly and and i loved that's why i love starting with human design so we get that interconnection right and then to cross it over into that traditional business development framework. Like I said, I've been an entrepreneur since 2010. So I you know all funnels. sorts I, of ways that I know all work. sorts of things. Yeah. I've, I've accumulated a lot of tools and my like structural tools in my tool belt. And so it's then customizing which tools we pull out that's best facilitated and in a style that is best suited for you. So I'm not just going to sit here and say, okay, you know, here's your, here's your human design. brilliance. Now we're just going to make you fit into all of these things. No, I'm going to look at your human design and go, okay, with this, you know, where you want, where you're best comfortable, blah, 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 let's slide this in and let's, let's completely structure out your offers to make sure that they are in alignment now with this information that you have. Let's look at your, you know, your boundaries with your office hours and your expectations on yourself. Like we were talking about our different definitions of quote unquote goals. Yeah. I don't have them anymore and neither do you because we have different connections to that word that don't serve us anymore. So what are the things that we can either reframe or let go of that we've been indoctrinated into by stating that we are an entrepreneur or a business owner and start making this vernacular, this space, this business truly yours? Yeah.
0: So before we get into the goals conversation, I want to Circle back to the other thing you mentioned that I think has changed why the playing field is changing. And you mentioned COVID and how we all reevaluated what we wanted because mm-hmm. it became horrifyingly clear that it could all go away. Shit can shift in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> <Right, like, who? laughs> uh-huh. It's set in stone. Zero things are set in stone. <laughs> yeah. But it also, I think, even from the corporate world, even from I don't know why this popped in my head, but like the world of Hollywood, entertainment, how things are created. Mm -hmm. The thing that changed the most is the belief that there's only one way to do things. Because even the biggest companies in the country, even the most conservative old school companies in the country Mm -hmm. had to change how they do things. Mm -hmm. And So there were no more, well, this is the only way to do it because I watched my weatherman from his basement on Zoom for months. Yep. So the whole thing, you're right. Like there was nothing that kept with this whole idea that, well, this is the only way to do that. So when you take this idea of make it unique for you in order to work, and then you add in a a society level shift of there's only one way to do things, no longer yep. story. Yeah. Like some really cool things can happen.
1: And you know what? It, yes, 100%. And it's, it's a scary and beautiful space because nobody has set a standard anymore. There is no standard. It's all of us not fending for ourselves. Well, without, like, we're all jumping <laughs> but It really is like, oh, I now have even more permission because all of us, all of us in the world are going, okay, how, who are we now? How do we want to do this? And there is, there is no more standard. There is no more perfected formula that you can, it is, it's, it's, there are, again, those tools that we can carry over, but how we utilize them, how we see them, how we've been talking about them is completely shifted. Love what you're learning here and
0: interested in more? Check out conqueryourbusiness.com to get immediate access to all sorts of additional resources and stay updated on our upcoming training events. So it's interesting as I'm listening to you, one of the things I believe if you just study history at all is most things work on a pendulum. Mm Mm-hmm. They swing too far one way, they come back and swing too far the other way, right? And it'll be interesting to see what comes in the next 10, 15 years Mm -hmm. as our pendulum kind of swung way into free for all.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And now it's interesting because we feel we were really, really restricted, Mm -hmm. right? They call it COVID restrictions, Mm -hmm. but truthfully, it was COVID free for all,
1: right? Yeah. It was COVID exploration, but (laughs) in your own
0: spaces with your own self, (laughs) right? I mean, there was a lot of things we couldn't do, but now like
1: that's out of the bag. It's also figuring out, you know, one of my favorite things is prioritization and that can be used in very many ways, energetically, time-wise, you know, what have you, and that, I think that's another thing that COVID really helped us evaluate is really what are our priorities and why are they our priorities in our business, in our lives, where we spend our time? I know for me, I, so I live in the city of Chicago. I'm actually in the city of Chicago. And what <laughs> <Those> of, my- <laughs> of us from Chicago appreciate that differentiation? I get it. I get it. Yeah. Right. You have to clarify. Um, one of my favorite things I used to do, you know, before lockdown was I would take the red line downtown and I would do just call the walkabout where I would, you know, take myself out to lunch. I would take myself to a museum. I would do all these things. And that as a primary caregiver uh, to a child was my alone time. And I really loved it. Running by the lakefront was also one of the things that was my escapes. And for a year, I couldn't do any of that. And also I had an autistic child right next to me that I had to now be his paraprofessional, his specialist. I mean, that's a whole break. They didn't get a break. No. So I had to find different coping mechanisms that didn't involve being an alcoholic or gaining 200 pounds. Right. And so even that for me was brought me back to what were the things that I used to love to do to find that same respite. So I went back to my writing. I went back to, I wrote my book in 2020. I went back to drawing and sketching and painting and reading and all of these things that I had slowly negated because I had other things to do. Right. And so finding again, those quiet moments or those quiet things. I love this saying, uh, Brandy Bouchard says this all the time, that it's the little things you do every day that make the biggest difference and i think those reminders of really is those little things that can get us through or that can build our quote unquote success personally or professionally and it's okay to let that go for now and find other ways to just reintroduce those sides of ourselves that maybe have been in hibernation for too long
0: well and that brings me to one of the things we were talking about before we hit record is the word intentional mm-hmm. and intentionality and Whether or not you have those little things in your life literally depends on whether you intentionally put them in your life.
1: 100%.
0: I'm currently obsessed with the fact that the default is always the bad version. Mm. like if you don't eat well intentionally the default mm. is junk food if I don't go <laughs> to the gym and why is this if I don't go to the gym intentionally the yeah. default is the couch if I don't do a healthy morning routine of walking and visualization and the default is coffee and television like why mm. is the
1: default the thing we don't want well and to take that further why does it have to be a default why can it be looked at as really honoring what your body your brain your soul your heart needs maybe your body is exhausted and it you know yes working out of course has its health benefits my first business was in the fitness industry i was in the fitness industry for over a decade that is quote unquote important to me what i have found is the intensity doesn't matter.
0: The that is oh a whole nother <laughs>
1: <laughs> another, <laughs> another episode.
0: Which I know is not actually a word. Another is not a word, but that is the way we say it here in yep. Chicago. A whole nother is one a word. whole nother. <laughs>
1: right?
0: That's a whole nother topic. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Sir. Like We seem to default, and I'd be curious, your experience in human design, if it talks about this, we seem to default as humans with all or nothing thinking. Yes, yes. I'm either, and this, it becomes a problem as we get older, as we change, as our families Mm -hmm. change, as our priorities change. Personally, I'm going through a moment here because I'm 52 years old and I can't hit the gym the way I used to hit the gym. The Mm -hmm. way I enjoy hitting the gym because I'm too old, it hurts, it injures things, and I don't have the time for it. And Mm -hmm. so, my reaction, unfortunately, is to not do anything because I don't get to do it with the intensity
1: Mm -hmm. that I
0: used to do it. And changing Mm -hmm. your definitions Mm
1: -hmm.
0: of what it means to you Mm -hmm. and changing your intention behind why you're doing it. I used to Mm -hmm. go to the gym in order to compete in Mm -hmm. my Sport, and now I go to the gym to just keep an energized, healthy body.
1: Mhm so with human design, there's like all these things in my head. I'm like, how do I piece this all together? <laughs> how do I get this out at once, blah. like man. Um, <laughs> so taking it back to human design, one of the things that I love what it does first and foremost is that I always tell people the first session it's all about validation confirmation and awareness we know a lot about ourselves nobody comes into a reading and goes like it's more of like thank you I'm not crazy like (laughs) one person there's there's five types in human design and one of them is called a manifesting generator they're the ones that should never be told to niche down they are the ones that truly can multitask like they are what you know, entrepreneurial traditionalists are like, don't be, but that's how the only way that they can be. Right. And I did a reading with somebody and they go, oh, so I don't have ADHD. I'm just a mani-gen. Like they had been trying to diagnose themselves instead of embracing how they really are meant to work. And within that, that does give us more I don't want to say permission, but that gives us more space to explore. Like you said, what does this mean to me now? So for me, when I, before I I found human design or human design found me, honestly, <laughs> I was part of that girl boss hustle lifestyle, right? I preached that till I was blown in the face of, you know, nine to five is for the week. I need to work this many hours to prove. Granted, was that also trauma trigger that my therapist touched on absolutely but also it was just how i thought i needed to be to prove that i was quote unquote successful right. and i was burning myself out yes on paper i looked successful i was speaking you know averaging about 100 times a year i was being paid to travel internationally to tra- to speak i was you know making six figures i was on these on paper Everything that I wanted to be, every goal, quote unquote, I had was ticked internally. None of it felt like mine. I never felt I was successful because I was constantly, and we were talking about this before we hit record. Instead of celebrating my successes, I saw it as, okay, done. What's the next one? And I was consistently looking for that next goal. goal. Yeah. Check the
0: box, check the box, check the box, check the box. Exactly.
1: And so I, internally burnt out. I didn't have like an emotional burnout. COVID hit me at the perfect time because I think I would have physically and, and, you know, burnt out, but I was definitely on that path. So when COVID hit all of the things that I traditionally did to build my business were on hold. Speaking was on hold. Even speaking virtually, that is completely different for me. Yeah,
0: I owe huge apologies to the first people I did virtual <laughs> speaking.
1: For, <laughs> there was a little learning curve, right? <laughs> for, for, for all of us, right? But what I found is by having the the vernacular, I would say, of my human design helps me then understand what all of these words really meant to me. So for me, as a projector. I, my, uh, indicator that I'm in alignment is success. I'm actually the only type projector is the only type that success is the indicator that you are in alignment. The other ones are satisfaction, enlightenment, peace, and delight. So even just, for me. <laughs> well, exactly. And even just that of like, okay, so for the rest of, you know, the other types releasing that I have to be successful to, do you feel satisfied? if you feel satisfied, then we're on the right path. So it's redefining that and therefore helps me rest more in intentionally. I know we keep using that word. Well,
0: And I was just going to say, it really does come back to the intention because mm-hmm. what you're talking about is not just how you build a business. And to use my random example of going to the gym, the type of health regimen that would work for one person doesn't
1: necessarily work for the other person. Yeah. So this is like across the life, not yeah. oh yeah. Business. Oh, I remember, <laughs> I remember somebody coming to me when I was a personal trainer and they just looked at me and they go, you're gonna tell me I have to run, aren't you? And I said, why on earth would I say that? Right. Well because running is the best thing. Oh <laughs> do you <That's> enjoy? <laughs> right. So I was like mm. so I'm like do you enjoy? Running? No. Then why on earth? What I tell you, you need to run. And I do the same thing with my clients. I remember I met a woman in line in the bathroom at one of the conferences and we were chatting about stuff. And I asked, you know, what's the best way to keep in touch with her? Is she on social media or LinkedIn? And she's like, I'm really not on social media. You're gonna tell me I need to be on social media, aren't you? And I said, Well, do you are you happy with the clients that you're getting without social media? Yes. Do you enjoy social media? No. Then why the hell would I tell you? <laughs> Right it's, media. Different, right, it's different she... if You're not getting the results. That is true, but there's those spaces, right, that we feel like we right. have to be in to to prove or to be or to achieve what right. we want there's to the achieve. Version for you that works exactly, and by combining again, kind of like our two superpowers of the customization of you know how you do it, as well as you having that beautiful deeper internal connection to understand. Physically, when you've gone too far, and what you can do to bring yourself back into that alignment with your strategies, it's just all of a sudden everything is customizable as it always has been. But you know it, and you see it, and you utilize it, and that is so powerful. Well, and I also you said the word vernacular, and I think that's a
0: powerful tool as well. There are so many times that really what it requires is to have the usable language around what's going on in order mm-hmm. to solve the problem. Hmm the definitions, however you define them, but the language matters mm-hmm. because it's the tool to solve the problem.
1: Mm-hmm. And if you don't know the words, then you don't know how to ask for the help. Exactly. Or even just to identify what the problem is, you just feel something. But if you know what that feeling is indicating, and if you know your human design, then you can say, okay, I'm feeling this because I now see I've gone too far here. So I need help with this who's my person, right? And that just helps clarify things without you having, yeah, without you having to just like blow seeds in the wind and see which one plants and you're just running around like a crazy person.
0: <laughs> so that gives me a great segue. If you would like to stop running around like a crazy person and <laughs> instead talk to Mal, like what is this? I'm sure you don't only want the people who want to stop running around like <laughs>
1: I I mean, to their own,
0: if that's what calls you Brill. Particularly successful if you want to stop running around like a crazy person. What is the best way for people to reach out and get a hold of you and continue this conversation?
1: Definitely. So you can definitely check out my website, melmcsherry.com. I always say, if you want to get to know Mel in a glass box, follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Mel underscore McSherry, um, or you're more than welcome to check out the episode that I soloed on my podcast more than just. Nice.
0: And we'll make sure all of these links are in the show notes. So people can just with
1: one click, make sure that they find you. Beautiful. I'm also on LinkedIn, just in case you people are like, I don't do Instagram. I'm also on LinkedIn. <laughs> Same name.
0: We're not hiding, right? No, <laughs> I, it's very, I
1: mean, Google me. I'm all over.
0: <laughs> all over the place. Thank you so much for taking time, sharing your story, sharing your insights, your opinions, your information, all of the things, your energy, which I love. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ready Yet Podcast. I truly enjoy bringing these stories of success and inspiration to you. Please join us in our mission to empower entrepreneurs to be in charge of their businesses and in charge of their lives by sharing this with anyone you know who would benefit from our tactical and motivating advice, leaving us a review, and letting us know if there are any particular topics you would really appreciate hearing about.
1: See you next time.